0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink, who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. Joining me today from India. Hey, I thought about this. I have never had a guest from India on the show. Wow. I mean, I've talked to guests from India, but never from (laughs) India. Does that make sense? Folks, this is Apurva Tare, and she is an author. She's a parenting expert. She is completing her certification as a Live On Purpose certified coach, and she is a friend and associate of mine. Welcome to Live On Purpose Radio, Apurva
1: Thank you, thank you so much, Dr. Paul. I'm super excited to be here with you. And uh, first of all, my deepest gratitude towards you for getting me into this world, like in this uh, field of parenting. As in, I um, I was doing a lot of, you know, I I was learning on myself a lot since since two two three years. But then you actually streamlined my, uh, you know, uh, focus. Uh. <laughs> so really thank you so much
0: (laughs) and you know i just want to acknowledge as we get started here here we are talking to each other from different ends of the world because of the blessings of technology we're able to communicate with people who we never would have had any contact with in the past and i'm feeling so grateful for that because i look at what you're doing and uh, and you've benefited from some of what i'm doing as well but the whole reason we can do that is because of the innovation and the brilliant minds that are out there creating ways for us to do this absolutely and i just feel grateful for that doesn't that strike you also as a uh, just something absolutely. to be grateful for
1: absolutely i'm so grateful Uh, probably last year uh, in the month of November or December I attended your um, coaching um, uh, webinar Uh and uh, then I got in touch with Natasha and she has been like a guiding force for me uh, from Live On Purpose certified uh, one of the certified coaches and I really feel so grateful for the kind of work that you do doctor and the models that you have created they are so powerful i, I mean i i teach them in my webinars and uh, and people are like wow they didn't even know that uh, it's it's a, like you say that it's all about stage not not age so that mm-hmm. these are the models which are so powerful and so empowering yeah
0: apurva you are a, a parenting expert. You've written a book. It's called The Visionary Parent. I've had a chance to review that book. I, I even wrote a little review for you uh, on, as you were publishing that book. Um, I want to share something with you and then have you respond to this. Okay. Uh, I was sitting in a, a seminar with Dr. Bessel van der Kolk who is a leading expert on trauma, trauma recovery. And there were two, three hundred mental health professionals in the room. This was even before the pandemic started. And it was a two or three day seminar. I remember on the last day of the seminar, he pushed all of his materials off to the side and he just leaned forward on that lectern. And he said, if we want to do a better job with mental health, helping people with trauma and recovery, we need to do a better job helping parents raise their children. And that's kind of how he summed up this whole conference, this mental health conference. Do a better job helping parents raise their children. Will you just respond to that? Talk to me about why parenting is so important to you and why you've gone down this road.
1: Okay. It's, um... There are a lot of breakthrough moments, a lot of transformations happening. But um, the reason why parenting is that, as you say, that children don't come with a manual. But parents do come with a template. Uh. These parents uh, come with a template which were taught to them by their parents. And they were taught to them by their parents. So it's like an ancestor imprint that we are carrying since 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 so many years and ages and right. what i feel is in this era in this age we need to question that are these beliefs or are these uh, templates really relevant because children nowadays are really really you know it's it's an innovation age and we are still living in that industrial age wherein uh, people would just, uh, you know, the jobs were decided, what the husband would do, what the wife would do, and uh, how they parented their children. But in this era, it's 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 an entirely different era that we are living right now. And um, there are certain limiting beliefs that we unknowingly pass it on to our kids. And right. these those belief systems are supposed to be you know questioned that uh, where does this uh, limiting belief come from and when we introspect about it we learn that we got them from since the childhood we have been collecting those limiting beliefs from our environment from our parents and these are the limiting beliefs that you know uh, like imposter syndrome we all face this imposter syndrome or uh, someone is watching me syndrome
0: mm-hmm. these are
1: the uh, these are the beliefs that you know pull us down they are not really liberating us or empowering us so that's that's my take and and why parenting because that's the starting point right we parents are creating new life and if we do it in the right way i think the future uh, generation ways to come they are going to be blessed
0: we're programming the next generation just like our own parents programmed us and apurva you said something that i think is so important to to acknowledge it has to do with our beliefs yes. and we come by these beliefs very honestly because our parents just program them into us. Even at the level of language, that is true. Uh, I didn't choose to speak English. I I was programmed by people who didn't give me a choice. (laughs) Um, You and I both speak multiple languages. And when when we choose the second language, it is a choice, but the first language still comes more naturally to us. Absolutely. It's kind of the same thing with our parenting beliefs and ideas and patterns, isn't it?
1: Absolutely.
0: So, we're on a mission here to reprogram first our own minds, because that's what we're going to use as we program the next generation. And remember, they don't have a choice. They have to go with whatever we program them with. And so that's a huge responsibility. I know that you're sensitive to that and that you're aware of that. In fact, your book is called The Visionary Parent. Tell us a little bit about that title and what, what that means to you.
1: Well, um, the reason that I kept it as The Visionary Parent is that um, visionary, what do you mean by Visionary. A person who knows, who knows the, uh, or who can see the bigger picture even in little things, even in little, those little incidents, when we are about to say something, something negative to our child, and then we stop and then we uh, visualize that, you know, this is not going to, this thing is not going to help our child in the future. Right. and that's that's the you know uh, quality that a visionary parent has the, the parent knows what is right rather than who is right right they they know the difference right <laughs> so yeah. that's that's the reason you know the visionary parent came into
0: <laughs> being what's right not who's right they know what is right and that gets back to principles Principles are truths or natural laws that are always in play, whether we're aware of them or not. And you said earlier, Apurva, that when we when we get programmed by our own parents, sometimes we don't even know what we don't know. Yes. We're not even aware of it. And as we become aware of it, we have an opportunity then to learn a new way. And it takes some practice. It takes some skills training. But it is definitely possible. What is the impact of this? What what do you think happens as we become more visionary as parents, more conscious? What what is the possible effect of that?
1: Well, the number one thing, which uh, I think is that... um... Children are uh, free to uh, decide or uh, to have beliefs of their own rather than being boxed Uh into beliefs that we are uh, imprinting on them or we are imbibing on them. So that is number one. And um, in the future, like uh, we have heard about this a lot nowadays, uh, inner child healing that Mm -hmm. those trauma or those uh, little things which impacted us since childhood right and those when we grow up we we kind of you know get into this uh, weird uh, zone that you know we don't know we don't understand ourselves we operate in complete autopilot mode Mm -hmm. and that's that's what is going to change for our children So today's kids are tomorrow's leaders. And if they want to be leaders, we need to empower them rather than just uh, inflicting or teaching them the values that we have learned or uh, our ancestors have learned, right?
0: Right, without questioning it. You mentioned this earlier too. It's important to be able to question what we think. Yeah. And, And that is so hard because from a psychological standpoint, we tend to believe what we think. And it doesn't mean that it's true. It just means that's what we've been programmed or trained, taught, and educated to think. And I love that you're inviting people to come to a higher level of, I call it metacognition, but also consciousness or awareness, where we can actually question our own beliefs, our own thoughts. And that scares some people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it's also the only way that we can break out of some of those old patterns that keep us stuck. I'm excited to get into some of the other work that you've been doing, Apurva. And when we come back from this break, we'll we'll explore some of the principles that you've learned as you've gotten into this particular field. Folks, when we come back... Uh, we'll get to hear more from Apurva Tare. Te- Apurva Tare. Bit- <laughs> I, I probably still don't say it exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we're excited to continue that conversation with you right after this break. drpauljenkins.com And we're back. Apurva Tare at Live On Purpose Radio. That sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Here you are, Apurva. Absolutely. You've listened to the podcast before. You've uh, Yes. And, and it occurred to me during the break that I should ask you this question. I've, I've never been to India. I would love to visit sometime, maybe we'll set up an event and you yes. and I will co-host. Absolutely, that. yes. I've never been there, so I don't know firsthand what the culture is like or how people feel about the kinds of things that you're doing. And I get a sense that you're leading out in some ways and and I'm curious about your journey to get there. You're a mom, yes. right? <laughs> yes. And you're also an entrepreneur. You're also someone who is stretching and reaching out in new ways to provide services to people in ways that are not common or fully accepted yet in your country, is that correct?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Tell us a little more about that. What is this like for you to reach into this space?
1: Well, let me share my story uh, with you, Dr. Paul. First, yes, like, Why did I? Why did I even think of getting into this field of parenting? And uh, what culture do we have here? And uh, how how uh, the crowd is uh, uh, reacting or responding to this uh, this kind of you know mm-hmm. system so um the reason that i got here got into this field is that um there was a day so that one day literally changed my life so uh, i was uh, physically ill i was uh, not in a happy place not in not not in a mood to play with my kid and uh, you know i i was literally in pain and uh, that's the that's the moment when my child decides that no i have to be all over all over the place all over my mom mm. and she troubles me she is she's on top of me she's like doing all sorts of things to get me frustrated mm. and somehow she is not able to accept that my mother is not well today right. and then she starts throwing a tantrum and even i am cranky even she is cranky and in that process, what happened is I I was literally so frustrated that I, I was yelling at her, of course, but uh, there was a moment when I even hit her. And I hit her like this, uh-huh.
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: like right on the head. And I was immediately, I realized that I've done something really wrong. And right. I took her, I hugged her and I, I started crying like... Like anything, I, I started saying sorry to her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to do this. I was literally, I literally cried for for a week after that. Have I, oh. have I damaged her brain or have I done something to her? I was even even right now when I'm thinking about it, I, I'm mm-hmm. not able to, you know. But yeah, yeah that uh, that that day, that was the day when. Uh, It really revealed to me that this is something which, you know, (laughs) I cannot do. Yeah. So, that's when, you know, I started researching about it a lot. I mean, I started researching about the child psychology. Uh, I started my post-graduation diploma in child psychology. That was the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I literally researched a lot. Right. Uh, And... Uh, eventually you know little by little day by day i was i was becoming a better parent i uh, thought of parenting myself first i uh, so uh, in the morning i would you know i would uh, I, so we come from a spiritual background india is uh, very spiritually you know spirituality is since uh, since ages in india sure and i started to you know uh, adopt those um, uh, those uh, modalities um in 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 my daily life i started doing yoga i started meditating every single day and um, i started setting intention right in the morning that you know today is going i am going to i am calm peaceful and composed so that also kind of really helped me i started the gratitude exercise uh, actually um I used to, I, I used to, every day I used to write, you know, I'm, I'm so blessed, I'm so thankful for this lovely family, for my kid. And every day I used to write the same same gratitude exercise, okay, because uh-huh. I wanted to feel that, that that is something which, you know, I uh, really want to imbibe in myself first uh, before teaching my child anything. Um, then eventually I started getting so interested in, in this topic somehow and I was actually I I have many friends you know who uh, without uh, any reason they would shout at their children, two year old kid they would shout uh, at them for being mischievous, for getting on the kitchen, uh, kitchen counter and doing some, making some mess and I have actually witnessed uh, it and Eventually, I started realizing that this is something, uh, the things that I have learned in this process, I want to teach uh, other parents to. I want to educate them that uh, this is uh, the age 0 to 7 is the most crucial because the whatever we teach our uh, our children at that age, it directly goes to the subconscious. Mm. And uh, and that's that's really powerful. If we can if you if you can do it positively, then it will make wonders uh, and and it will make the child's future uh, child's life. And if you do it negatively, uh, obviously the child is uh, going to <clears throat> ruin their life. And so uh, little by little, you know, I started helping my friends first. Um, there is one one friend of mine who uh, has a teenager, thirteen year old teenager, and she came with she she came to me with all kinds of problems, with all kinds of you know, uh, my child does not listen to me, he does not study, he's not good in maths, and then I started you know working on her mindset first because uh, the child is just you know just coming into being like uh, that is the time when our prefrontal cortex also starts developing. And that's the crucial period where the child needs your love and support. Then I started to, you know, uh, then I had uh, a couple more friends who I uh, regularly, I coach and I tell them about this mindset. So it's all about everything in this life is about mindset. If you have the right kind of mindset, then mm, then you've you've sorted all your life nothing nothing like it then, right? And uh, even <laughs> even um, so, I what I have heard this that uh, whenever you have a problem with your child or anybody, you go and change your mindset. So that kind of stuck with me that whenever even if you see that the child is not behaving, you change your mindset. If the if someone is not listening to you your child is not listening to you if the child is doing something which you don't want you change your mindset
0: first. You change so, your own mindset first own
1: mindset first and that was kind of really empowering and um, that is the that is the mission that I carry that I want to help parents like at least 1 million in my lifetime uh, to build uh, to help them build a vision for their children and empower their relationship with them.
0: Well, we're reaching a certain number of that one million today. As a <laughs> conversation, Apoorva, I'm so inspired by your story for a number of reasons. And like me, you and I have both studied academically in the university about psychology, about child development. But where we really learn this is in the trenches as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and thank you for your vulnerability, too, as you shared with us, that you haven't done this perfectly. In fact, it was, it was one of those low points for you as a parent that got your attention and said, hey, I have to do this differently. This is not okay. And I think we're all, you know, you mentioned spirituality. I think we all have a spiritual sensitivity to what's right and what's wrong. And we know that yelling at our kids or hitting our kids is not right. But we get so frustrated because all we know is what we've been programmed to think already. And, and I'm so inspired that you're taking your own story and you're turning that into a message and you're giving tools, too. You're not just saying, hey, people, we need to do a better job parenting. You're giving yes. them the way to do that. And I salute you for that. I think that that's a beautiful thing that you're doing. Thank you. Apoorva, we've got just a few minutes left. Uh, I know your book has been released. It's called The Visionary Parent. And uh, it's been released and available in India is it more wide, widely available yet, or are we still waiting yes, for yes. that in other parts uh, of the world?
1: You can find it in Amazon.com as well.
0: Beautiful. Is it, that's what I love about Amazon. <laughs> yeah. They cover so many different marketplaces. Um, so, again, the book is The Visionary Parent, so they can look it up by that title, right? And yes. the author is Apurva Dare. Your other name there, too? <laughs>
1: Yeah the Vadkar. it's a bit complicated.
0: yeah. And and if you're in India, you're like, well that doesn't sound complicated, but
1: <laughs> no, in India also people mispronounce it so it's okay. <laughs>
0: it's rough in India too. Well, you can find it there. We'll put a link in uh, the description as well so that you can find that. Apurva, um, as we're wrapping up this conversation here today, what, what final thoughts do you want to leave our audience with?
1: Well, um, <clears throat> the number one thing, which I would like to uh, emphasize on is that uh, do a little homework before, you know? Uh, like I would, uh, what do you say? Uh, we have to study, like uh, what I believe is, parenting is a skill which is acquired, not inherited. And uh, if we can, you know, that's, that's a life skill rather. It's the way of life. And if we can, you know, like any other job, if we do this job as well, most diligently, I think uh, the future generations are going to be extraordinary.
0: <laughs> I agree 100%. Apurva, and you're a good example of that as you are applying exactly what it is that you're teaching. Um, folks, as you consider what you've thought or felt here today during this conversation, follow up on that. Do whatever is necessary to take your next steps. You've heard it now from Apurva Tare at Live on Purpose Radio. It's time now for all of us to go live on purpose.